Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 5th of June 2017 and I'm Darren. Joining me as always is Terry. Hello Darren. Good evening Terry. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Terry, I can see a note here. Tell me about it. Which bit? The first bit. The first bit. Darren, Mm. I got a new job. You have. I have a new job. So, spoilers, second interview went well and you got a new job. I have a new job, which I started last Thursday. Strangely feeling very, um, how can I put it, melancholy. Okay. About And kind of downhearted about leaving the place that I was at. Yeah. But then people reminded me it's kind of like the um, Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, okay. And then I, I actually legit got very sad, like the last day. And then uh, did Thursday and Friday. And then, Darren, I got my Saturdays back. You did. You got weekends. And I'm like, retail what? And yeah, it was... A weird kind of amazing experience having a weekend back. It doesn't seem big to people that have probably been working in in areas where you get weekends. But for someone who has worked Saturdays for the past 10 years, if not longer than that, it's quite a cathartic experience getting these Saturdays back. Not that it went, you know, not that it was used well, shall we say. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, you because you, you, you used to have quite a broken up week, didn't you? So you used to have Fridays off in Saturday yeah. and mm. uh, and off Sunday, so you never actually got two days together. No, it just kind of felt very disruptive. Yeah, because I, I once used to work at a place where I used to work Saturday and Sunday, but then I got Monday, Tuesday off, so it didn't feel too bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, yours being broken up as it is, you, you just couldn't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah, it, w- it was a, a very difficult situation where it'd be like, right, okay. You know, even as even as simple as going out, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I could go out Saturday night because I know I've got Sunday to recover, but just one day doesn't feel sufficient enough. Yeah, um, as we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very weird situation, and and not that I actually minded it at the time, but having the two days felt it felt like an eternity in a good way. Yeah, it sure. felt like it stretched. It was like one day was stretched into two, and it's like, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, it's good. I I can't really say. Well, I can. I, it's to do with video games. It's related to video games. Let's just say you now work within the video game industry. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and that's all you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's a career move. You're you're starting on the bottom of a ladder, and there's there's a potential career in front of you. So that's all good. Yeah, I get a desk. I get my own computer. I get my own login credentials. I get my own email address. I get, you know, it's weird. I get my own personal working space. The thing is, to everybody that's listening, they're like, and? <laughs> but to me, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm going on so long about this, but it's, this, this is, look, stuff we've done for me has been nothing for God knows how long. Let me have this, please. Um, but kind of off the back of that, down, mm. I was very excited to celebrate my new job. Um, and so I did. I, for the first time in a long, long time, I'd say probably about eight years, mm. I went out on a Friday night. Wow. Uh, party boy, I know. Went out with a friend, and then we met a couple of other people, and then we all went out drinking. And 
I didn't get back home till four o'clock Saturday morning. Nice. You see, now that's what weekends are for. <laughs> now you say that. Now I'll go back to what I was on about earlier about not utilizing my Saturday properly. Got back at four o'clock. Um, I remember being stood in the hallway, drunkenly texting people. Ooh. Yeah. You know you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all right. It's it's all been kind of ironed over now. But uh, yeah, it was it was one of those, and then kind of came to bed, um, and did the typical get out. Oh, I don't feel so good, and then yeah, proceeded to not feel very well for the next. I still don't actually feel hundred percent. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I I I drank a lot. Um, it was more of a. I use alcohol as a not just a social lubricant, but um, how can I put it? Confidence booster in a way. Mm, Dutch courage. So I, yeah. Uh, but Terry needs a lot of Dutch courage to feel completely a hundred percent like comfortable with everything, and it took a while and. I checked my bank balance the day after and wondered, yeah, that's not right. Uh, sure as shit, it was right. Ooh. I spent quite a bit of money that night. Do uh, do the bars in Huddersfield um, accept like Apple Pay and stuff now? I think so. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, I didn't want to get. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to get too. Uh, now you yeah. see, the always good thing for me was when I used to go out in Huddersfield, used to take out X amount of cash. And I knew when I was getting to the end of it, then I was out of money, and it's, Darren, you need to find your way home. Mm-hmm. Um, but now in the modern day, it's just like, it's fine, here's my phone. <laughs> Take that, do swipey things. <laughs> I did do my best. I, I do remember withdrawing some money out. I think it was about 50 quid or something like that. Mm. Uh, and then spent all that, and then uh, had to withdraw some more so I could get a taxi home. Nice. Uh, yeah, but it was good. It was, well, I remember it being good at the time. I don't really like what came afterwards, which was just horrid death feels. But other than that, it was all right. <laughs> it's called a hangover, Terry. You get used to them. <laughs> I can't get used to them. Fucking hell. Um, don't get me wrong. I like the occasional drink, but that was excessive. Mm. Um, uh, it's something that I've not done in a long time, but I feel like it was something that I needed to get out of the system because mm. it's not been it's not it's not been done in a long time. So, but just you um, wait; it'll get to as I mentioned to you on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll get to Friday morning. And be like, ooh, what's this little tingle inside me? What's this Friday feeling I'm getting? It gets lunchtime. <laughs> you'll be starting texting people saying, "Are we uh, are we going out tonight?" So it was one of those where I was talking to. Uh, my new colleague and you know she was on about what she was doing for the weekend and i'm like oh yeah i'm going out tonight i'm gonna to be doing all this that and the other and uh and then she asked me oh how was it then i'm like for her, from what i can remember it went all right uh-huh. uh i can remember so me and my friend um i managed to get her home okay shockingly because i was playing designated driver uh and then i can't remember how i got home ah uh-huh. I can't remember getting the door locked, but I remember being stood in the hallway um, texting uh, and then sleep. Nice. But yeah, anyway, I'm not going to keep going on about it. People know what a night out is. People know what desks are. And people People know know what weekends are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And now I'm one of you people, so (laughs) suck it, world. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Do we get like a, like, do we get anything for it? Nope. Nope. Ah, You just get to poke fun at those people at work weekends now. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!
very good. This is what I like to hear. Anyway, that is enough about me. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot, really. I've uh, I've been doing the normal. Um, I've actually got I've got to the point where I actually like running. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's like today, a bit of shit weather, and I was like. You know what? I can either walk around Sainsbury's or I can go out for a run. There's a new route I want to try, and so off I went. I mean, that's the, yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know. It, what, because I'm not actually training for anything at the moment. Um, I'm kind of doing it for pleasure, which sounds really weird. Mm. And it's just like uh, I think last week, uh, last Wednesday it was. I uh, I'm like right. Well, normally I, I turn out of work and I turn left and I go that way and I make way around. What happens if I turn right? <laughs> and that's what happened. Oh, I just oh went and running up the side of a road, running through some mini village, and ended up doing a ten k. And I was like, ah, oh, that's all right, isn't it? Doesn't sound too bad. No. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, if you've got a decent audiobook you can run forever yeah I, I can imagine so i mean i guess you get kind of lost in it basically so you're not really thinking about what you're doing absolutely yeah so if yeah. the story's good and your brain's occupied it's just like i, I know my legs are screaming at me i mean these are hurting and my shins are hurting <laughs> but you know what i'm just trying to power through because this is a really good chapter because fuck it why not yeah so so yeah yeah um i'm, I'm actually really enjoying running nice last week i had a mini cold uh Bit Cost. weird. Uh, about three, four days, I uh, had a bit of a sniffle, a bit of a bit lethargic. And then I just snapped out of it and I was like, oh, cool. I was expecting some full-blown snotty mess. Mm-hmm. But, Which is usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it does mean I made it through the entire of May without a cold. I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> There's something wrong. Oh, no. This can't be happening. And then just finally... so. I've spoke about it on the podcast, and I've spoken to you about this. Uh, we've got an 18-year-old cat now who is got a bit nuts. M- <laughs> middle of the night, wakes up, yells his head off, uh, comes in from the rain, yells his head off. Basically, just uh, the only way he addresses you is by yelling his head off. So we took him down to the vets on Saturday, and we're like, listen, he's doing this. Uh, here's his video we recorded. This is a noise he's making. She went, ah, oh, right. Yeah, I think he's got anxiety. I think he's losing it a bit, and I think he's got a bit of anxiety. Here's some happy pills. <laughs> okay. So basically, they're I, I don't I don't know what type they are, but they're um uh, they're human happy pills uh, for anxiety. Yeah, and we um, just give him like a quarter of this every day, and it'll just chill him out. And I tell you what, he slept through the entire night last night, and I had the best night's sleep. It's amazing. <laughs> and if you fancy it, you can take some as well. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, really kickstart them weekends. Yeah, I was like, mmm, happy pills. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bless it. Uh, we've got an 18-year-old cat on, on the happy pills now. Uh, <laughs> it sounds stupid to think that you, you don't think that a cat would get anxious. So what, It's yeah, probably screaming because it wants to die at this point. It's just no, so that old. What happens is, is it, because his memory's going and his sense of smell's going and all the rest of it, is every mm. time he wakes up, he's like, shit, where am I? Uh, uh, and screams until somebody shouts at him. Um, or you know, makes noise or something, and then he comes wandering in. He's like, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here." But now we, uh, th- these pills seem to have got rid of that anxiety, um, so he's huh. not screaming. That's so bizarre. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, we all try. It's good for you. Yeah, I had like a full night's sleep. It was amazing. So sleep is good. Yeah, sleep is good, Darren. I'm not gonna lie. So anyway, that's stuff we've done. We've only got one item in the next section, which is face palm. <laughs> So I nothing really boiled my piss over the last two weeks. 
apart from this one thing that we're probably going to discuss here because it's just stupid people. This felt like I know we didn't bring both like both of us bring something separate to the table. Mm. However, this feels big enough to just kind of this feels big, so this is acceptable enough for us to both kind of yeah. do the same one. So just a, a quick thing on it. Um, as we know, uh, Far Cry Five has been announced. All we've really had is some uh, the cover art. Mm-hmm. And instead of being in some off-world country, some nice tropical place, something like that, it seems that we're now going to some redneck part of America. It's Montana, apparently, is, is where it's located. Yeah, and I looked at it, and you've got you've got crop duster planes and stuff like that. So my my brain instantly went to uh, Trevor Phillips from GTA, hmm. and I just thought if you're in those, one of those kind of places, you got Trevor Phillips. And he's holding you hostage or something like that. That would be scary as shit, but amazing in the same in the same way. The internet doesn't think that though. The internet, <laughs> the internet are stupid. Uh, the internet has kind of gone off kilter with this one. They're they're deeply offended by this. So I saw a few tweets just saying blah blah blah, Far Cry Five, blah 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 blah, and it's just like really you you seen all this from it. Uh, and then, and then you highlighted something to me. <laughs> I did send something to you, Darren. There is a petition online to cancel Far Cry Five. <laughs> so let's not just complain about like the 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 actual game itself. No, we just want to outright cancel the game. Hmm. I don't know why people seem to be up at arms about it because, like you say, that you know there are games being set in America all the time. Yeah. And you know, just because you've got this one thing. You know that people seem to be really upset about because it's it's got religious connotations to it, and it's got it's it's got like some backwater kind of cult type thing. For some reason, I don't know. People just seem really upset about it, and I'm not quite sure why. I mean, I don't know if it's because we're from across the pond and we don't quite get what that symbolizes. But to me, it's it's definitely a games universe that I wouldn't mind playing in. No. Because, I mean, how how many times have we seen, like, horror flicks or all the rest of it? And they're always in, like, some little backwater shanty town. Um, there's some there's, there's some uh, god stuff going on. There's some serial killer. There, you know, there's just they're the perfect scene for this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's weird that in other mediums, in, like, you say, film, TV, that sort of stuff, people don't seem to bat an eyelid, however... Uh, you know, a video game gets announced and people are like, oh my god, Far Cry 5, yeah, okay, cool. And then it's like, it gets, like the like you said, the, the cover art gets shown, it's like, hang on, I don't like this. The the petition itself has got, uh, well, 1,990 people on board. So it's going to get cancelled. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I expected to, to see them, you know, come out on the Ubisoft stage at E3 and just say, right, sorry. Yeah, we've cancelled yeah, it now. There's 1,000 people. We totally understand. We're going to throw all this money away. Yeah, because it's not like this game hasn't been in development for quite some time now. So, But the thing is, so I was reading down the petition, and it's going through, and it's just like, we, the American gamers, we make up your ma- massive demographic, blah, 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 blah. We, we want you to change this. Uh, why do you pick somebody like the Taliban or something? And it's just like, fucking hell, <laughs> really? America, <laughs> fuck yeah. It's just like, it's just the bizarre. It's, it, uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, people get offended by it. Then there would be the whole boycott Far Cry 5 and then, no one will do that. They won't listen. Yeah. And then it'll probably turn out to be all right. 
Yeah, it'll be like every other game that the bitch and moan about that six months down the line, everybody's giving it, hey, that game was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the amount of people, the, the, the one I keep going back to is, um, remember the Order 1886? People, did again, didn't seem to like that game. People hated it, but if you listen to anybody who's played it within the last year, maybe last two years, like, that was actually a really good game. A bit short, but... Yeah. I didn't think it was that short, to be honest with you. I mean, it was what? I'd say about it's a good eight, eight hours. Eight hours for me. Um, and it was just cinematic. It was gorgeous. Uh, that's the thing. The, the people that play that game will probably turn around and say, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it's not like, ooh, it's the worst thing ever. It's it, no one has no one that I've spoke to about that game has said that. It's just the internet. Exactly, and I mean, people like the Far Cries. Uh, I've not played Primal. No, um, but you've you've obviously got that one. But uh, I've not played that. But that seems all right. But this is like seems like the proper next sequel to it. And Darren, let me tell you, mm. full co-op throughout. Ooh. So I'm thinking we could get some like Far Cry Five action on. I look forward to that. Uh, just as long as it doesn't get cancelled, that is. Well, it, uh, well, I mean, we won't know because it will get cancelled, won't it? <laughs> it will. Because uh, you know Ubisoft are going to listen to those, you know, less than two thousand people and say, you know what, you guys are right. Well, if you base it on the last show with fucking Nintendo and Microsoft bending over backwards because of windy shitbags. Yeah. I do kind of have one other thing to bring to the face palm. Go on. Um, this is just a really quick aside. The Nintendo Switch stuff, it wasn't... They've, they've kind of changed their online strategy, which isn't a bad thing. That's a really good thing because they've announced that, oh, hey, you know you know how we told you was giving you one game a month, now we're taking it away? Haha, <laughs> we've changed his mind because we've listened to your feedback. Uh, they're, giving it, they're giving online free till 2018, yeah. but they're giving you like a Netflix-style service. Kind of like the Xbox Games Pass. Okay. However, their whole... Um, they released a, a picture showing you how they want you to uh, speak. You know, do the, uh, the online speaky thing. I that. How fucking ridiculous does that thing look? Why not use Bluetooth? I... Th- exactly. I kind of thought to myself, you know, it, it's like, right, okay, you probably just use your phone, download an app, and, yeah, yeah. you know, sync it to your account or something and then you can do it that way yeah. no they want you to plug it this thing into the headphone jack and then you plug your phone into that uh, oh no you plug your microphone and your headset into that then you plug your phone into that and uh, who's gonna carry all that shit with them no what are you doing no. uh they've they've really kind of balls that one up to be honest with you yeah. um not that i want to talk to people online anyway unless i actually know them but yeah what a stupid contraption yeah, you would have thought that maybe, as you said, they they pair it with your phone and you do whatever with your phone. Um, so you plug your headset in, just, yeah, anyway. Yeah, people wondering for ages about that and kind of wondering how they'd do it, but this just seems like the worst way they could have done it. Yeah, because realistically, if, if we both had a Switch, we'd fire up a Skype call and I'd talk to you over mm. that. I mean, can you imagine how easy it would have been if they did downloaded like a Skype, you know, got you know like a proprietary Skype-like app where you could have just downloaded it and just plugged your headphone like the even the ones that you get with the the, the iPhone. It's it's got the mic in there anyway. Yeah, yeah. You just use that and talk. But no, you've got to plug it into a contraption that you plug ten other things in. Yeah, that was a bit silly. Kind of reminded me of like a new age. Um, do you remember, like, with the Sega Mega Drive, how it had the 32X and the Sega CD, and it was kind of like, Just yeah. Just bolts onto each other, yeah. 
basically, yeah, it kind of felt like a modern day version of that, but I don't know. It's just weird. Yes. But yeah, that's how Nintendo seemed to want to operate their online thing, but uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, let's face palm. Terry, let's talk about yeah. what we've played. Okay. So, Terry, you've been playing some games. I've been playing some video-ass games, Darren. Tell me about those games you've been playing. I've got another matchery game on my phone. Terry. I know, and what's even worse, I got caught by a bloody Facebook ad. I'm, I am the problem with, with Facebook, Darren. Mm-hmm. I am the problem. Mm-hmm. And this said video game is Family Guy, another freaking mobile game. Now, I do like Family Guy, but I... Yeah. I Anything that says, like, free-to-play on it, I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Because there'll be diamonds and there'll be coins and there'll be time stuff and stuff. Yeah, this is has the typical, here's five hearts. When you've failed it five times, you've got to wait half an hour for another heart. Or you could connect to Facebook where you could ask people for them. And I'm like, well, no. This is just a casual, like, if I'm doing something and I just want something stupid to play in the background, that's kind of the only reason I've gone to it, mm. but... Yeah, it's a mobile game, but I seem to have been playing it a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Much to my behest, but there we go. Overwatch celebrated its one-year anniversary Ooh. Uh, since the last episode, and I have been collecting a hell of a lot of loot boxes, Darren. Nice. Motherfucking loot boxes. We've said it before, I'll say it again. Blizzard know how to make some good-ass fucking loot box games. They do. But it just turns out that Overwatch is really fucking good, so... Um, so yeah, been playing a lot more Overwatch. I've leveled up a few more times. It's weird. I don't know what keeps bringing me back to that game, but it's just kind of like a chilled out. If I've got like, you know, like a spare ten feet, oh, go on, I'll, I'll play a match, mm. you know, and then go back to it, and then I'm like four hours later and I'm still playing it. But yeah, I don't know why how it's got its its claws into me, but I'm not complaining because uh, it's been super cool. They've got their one year anniversary like kind of limited run uh, that's how they do it they have their special events that run for like two weeks uh, yep. uh where it's like right okay you got to get this limited edition loot otherwise you'll never see it again and there's just one skin i'm after for soldier 76 because i want i play as him all the time uh, and i've still not got it yet to the point of where i bought like s- i bought some loot boxes darren now you're talking to somebody who used to play warcraft and they used to have events all the time Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, well, if you do this quest and this quest and this quest and this quest, you've got a very slim chance of getting this special <laughs> item. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's, I haven't, I haven't gone silly. <clears throat> I haven't gone silly. I've bought maybe, I think I bought the five loot box pack thing. I think it cost me like 450 or something like that. Uh, didn't get the skin. I'm still after, but yeah. But this is what this game does. They've got you now because it's just like, yeah. well, uh, I bought five last week, so you know if you just buy another five, it might be in those. No, I was going to say I have got to a point of where I I think to myself, well, maybe like once a month I could spend like one fifty on like you know the two loot box pack and and see what I get out of that, you know. Yep. Blizzard. <sighs> Overwatch, it's really good. Um, I kind of went back to two thousand six. Okay. Um, so when they announced that Parappa the Rapper was getting remastered, uh, they also announced that uh, Loco Roco uh, was getting remastered as well. Okay. Uh, this was a game that I absolutely loved on the PSP. Hmm. Yeah, I remember The it. PSP, Darren. I remember it well, yeah. I used to have Loco Roco. I enjoyed it. 
Oh, did you write? Okay. Yeah, it's it's basically Loco Roco, but it's been remastered for the HDs, and it looks awesome. It sounds awesome. Like I immediately like remembered, like started remembering the soundtrack mm. and kind of really getting into it. And yeah, it's just a really good game. Now the only kind of thing that they haven't done is remastered the cutscenes. Ah, okay. So they don't look a hundred percent, but. When you get into the actual gameplay itself, it looks, like I say, it looks awesome, sounds awesome. Took my brain and my stomach a while to get used to the whole tilt thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Because on a small screen, it's not too bad. But when you do it on a big screen, you're kind of like, whoa, hang ah, on. Okay, yeah. Like a rocking ship sort of thing. This thing does have motion controls where you can tilt the controller. Okay. To tilt the world. Um because there's not really a lot of controls to that game. It's basically tilt left and right to control where they go, and you've got a jump button and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But very simple control wise. But you know, you got to try and find all the hidden areas. But uh, yeah, Loco Roco. I I you know I wanted to play that game again, and I've started playing that game again. And it's all good. Cool. So uh, the last podcast I mentioned that Prey Two wasn't working. Mm. It works again. I finished that game. Oh wow! How long did it take you? Uh. Good question. About 18 hours, 19 hours? That's not too bad. That's not doing everything. Uh, I I was getting to a point with it because I had to go... So I'd, I'd been trying to load up like more current saves. You know when I told you that my stamina had run out and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. So I thought I'll, t- I'll, I'll go back even further and see if hopefully that works. Uh, so it took it about an hour or so back. And luckily, that started working again because it had loaded up a different section as to where I was and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and it seemed to work absolutely well. It did work absolutely fine. And yeah, I finished that game. It's, it's that that game is really fucking good. It it it's yeah, it's very uh, how can I put it? Feels very Bioshock in tone. Right. Okay. Plays very much like Bioshock. If you like Bioshock, you you you'll get away with with Prey. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll get around to it. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, I did like the way it ended, and and I was happy, and and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into spoilers and okay. and tell you everything because uh, people need to play that game. They've probably been playing it a lot, but yeah, I like that game. But it's a decent chunk of game. Yeah, and like I said, there, there was some side quests in there because I got to a point of like, right, fuck it. I feel like this is coming to the end. I really need to start cleaning some shit up. So I cleaned majority of the side missions up that I'd found. Mm. You know, I had a couple left over, which for me is kind of like OCD. It hurts. Yeah, but yeah. there was some in there that I, I was like super obscure. So I will admit that I did cheat okay. and kind of like looked because it was like, I have a fucking clue what's going on here. But uh, yeah, there's a lot to discover in that game. Let's put it that way. Um, and even by the end of my playthrough, I there's a lot of places. Well, not like big places, but like rooms, sections that I'd not seen. So yeah, you can kind of get lost in that game. Do you feel you go back to it? Yeah. Um, maybe to clean up again. I don't know if there's. I, I've not looked at the trophies since I've I finished it, but don't know if there's anything for playing on harder difficulties. Okay. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I I, I thought it was really good. I, I remember calling this game Prey 2 at the beginning. It's not Prey 2, it's just Prey. It is, yeah. I forget they've rebooted. But yeah, I maybe there's a sequel. I don't know. Could there be a sequel? I don't know. We'll see. 
Uh, I would like to play more of this game, though. Cool. So, yeah, that, that's all I've been playing. I say all I've been playing. I've been playing a decent amount. What about yourself? Um, so I've been playing Battleborn Tap, when I've heard of five, five minutes here, there, and everywhere, which has just got silly. So you've just basically been sat on the toilet playing Battleborn Tap? So, th- yes. So I haven't actually been doing any <laughs> tapping myself. I've been kind of just leveling things up and just letting it tick over. Mm-hmm. And then go back, check it every day or so. Um, yeah. As it stands at the moment, I think I'm on like level 110. And to be fair, it's exactly the same game as when I was level 10. All it is they've just increased the numbers, so instead of like millions, it's now DDs. I think last week it was CCs, and before that it was BBs. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's can you guess where this is going next? <laughs> I'm gonna guess it. <laughs> oh, I know. I so it, it's a bit silly. It, it's become a bit of a habit now. I'll fire it up and give it oh look at all that cash, and I'll upgrade uh, like one or two of the characters, and then I'll just leave it for 24 hours. Yeah, because it's a game that plays itself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of the uh, Mass Effect Apex, uh, again, on the go. So mm. every every three or four hours, the, the my strike teams uh, finish the missions, and I send them out more missions, and we just keep doing that over and over again. So when I do get a chance to play Mass Effect itself, um, you go into the strike team menu, and you take all the loot, and it's just like, there you go, you've got all the money and all the resources, uh, which is making it interesting. So mm. let me tell you about Mass Effect. You tell me about Mass Effect, Darren. So Mass Effect, I I think I was on 24 hours last time we'd spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, as of last night, I'm now on 50 hours. Jesus. Uh, okay. Game completion, 50%. That's, yeah, that's no small feat. Now, I, I've had to change the way I play. Because like yourself, you know, you were about side quests, going mopping up everything, OCD. Yeah. So that's how I was playing. And... Probably about 20 hours of that that I played were driving to point A, picking up a rock. Driving to point B, picking up a flower. Driving to point C, talking to somebody. <laughs> and God. Yeah, it became tedious, so much so that I, I just didn't want to play. That's not good at all. No, So, but but again, it's, it's because of the way I was playing it. I was like, right, I'm very much a deal with the small ship. Then, uh, then the next thing that it's kind of what. So I heard this example on something else, and I think it was uh, probably the Eurashame podcast. So when you look at a meal, if you're about mm-hmm. to start on a Sunday roast, do you, do you go straight for the meat, or do you work your way up to it? You work your way up to it. So you, you eat, you eat all, the veg first. Yeah, all, all the crap. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I play video games. So I, I eat all the veg first, then work my way in, you know, roasts second to last, and then the meat last. Hmm. Um, and that's how I like to play games. So I save all the good bits for uh, until the end bit. But the, there is just so much to do that's just tedious and boring that it really spoils the game. For you, that that's quite a big statement. Yeah. I mean, there'll be... It was even getting to the point where I was getting to encampments, and it's just like... There are about 30 people here. My OCD means I've got to walk in and out of every single room, scan everything, speak to everybody. And you know what? I just can't be arsed doing that. So basically, I'll, I'll, I'll now walk into an encampment, and unless somebody's got an icon above the head saying, I've got something for you, I ain't speaking to them. Right, okay. Questline, I'm concentrating on the, the ally missions. 
So I'll get those all out of the way, uh, get all my allies up to max, and then I'll continue on the main stories. And if I'm passing an area and it says, oh, there's, there's a mineral over there, then I'll, I'll stop and do it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go get them. Mm. Also, with the relationships. Now, previously I was like, okay, so I'll need to hold back here, and I need to think, so if I if I get with you, then, you know, then I thought, you know what, this guy's called Ryder. Let, let, let's pretend he's called Riker. <laughs> okay sure yep okay he's gonna try and do everything so it's just like i was avoiding one of my crewmates um uh, liam a dude and basically within the first like 10 minutes you've got uh you've got one of the relationship things saying i'm interested in you and i was like okay all in (laughs) (laughs) hey liam you want to get some and he's just like i'm not interested in that i'm like cool so that i can now talk to him i can take him out on missions even though i do take him out as cannon fodder so if I do yeah. have to sacrifice somebody, he will be the sacrificial lamb because he's a pain <laughs> in the ass. And he turned me down. So, yeah, what a twat. And again, so everybody I go to the planet, I mean, there's like PB and she's like all flirty and stuff. I'm like, flirt, 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 flirt. <laughs> <laughs> Any um, option I get to flirt with anybody, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm into you. I'm into you. Yeah, I'm into yeah, you yeah, too. yeah. I mean, Any hole is a girl. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's an interesting way of playing. It's um, you remember Mass Effect One uh, when you could either be Renegade or um, Paragon. Paragon, yeah. Now I I naturally play like I I always swing towards Paragon. This has just been <laughs> a dick. Well, not a dick, but just like kind of. Uh, yeah, you're looking at me. Uh, do you want some? Yeah, that's kind of how I played the original Mass Effect. Was like any time I was given an opportunity to be nice to someone, it was like. Because my paragon level was pretty high, yeah. So just like, like you say, I was just like really nice until they kind of confronted me and said, "Uh, what's going on?" So I'm waiting for the moment where, like, in seventy, eighty hours in, yeah, like seven, eight people come to you and say, "Right, you got to choose now." It's like, ah. Oh. So I, I already know in in order of people I'm going to kill off if I have to. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Liam's the first to go because he's just. He, <laughs> I shit you not. You then it's like, oh, you've got a new email. Uh, so you go and check the email terminal, and Liam's just emailing you after emailing you. It's like, hey, what about this for an idea? What about that for an idea? Oh, so what about it? I said, I was like, you get out of that fucking airlock. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not like sacrifice them just of your own accord? Just fuck it. No, no, sacrifice no. So I've, I've got. I think there's two or three people that uh, I I'm actually interested in the story. In. The rest of them can die. Um, nice. So I've always got somebody I want to keep with me, and there's always uh, the, the the cannon fodder. So if we do have to make one of those tough choices of somebody stays, somebody goes, it's like oh, okay, <laughs> off he goes. I don't know how I feel about you t- like talking about Mass Effect like this. It it makes me sad. So uh, now I've started playing the game and just concentrating on the main stories. I've I've done some really amazing missions. I really have cinematics, all the rest of it. I've made some tough choices, but I've I've kind of gone with a gut feel. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. uh, without, I can say this without spoiling, but you, let's say, for example, you go to a place and you've got an option of either blowing the place up because bad things have happened in there or rescuing a load of people. Okay. And it's just like instant decision and just live with it. As opposed to yeah. where before I used to put the controller down, I used to sit there and think, so if I do this, then do this and do this. But no, we, we've kind of pushed on. We've pushed on. We're just going to get on with the game because the way it's going, um, I've got, I'm only halfway through the game and I've, I've now been talking about it for a month. So that means I've got, basically my entire summer will have been playing Mass Effect. 
And that's the thing, because that's kind of, by the looks of it, the only main game you've been playing. Mm. And is it, it it's, doesn't sound like it's making you overly happy um, to be playing it. It feels like more of a, I'm playing this because Mass Effect. I'm yeah, I'm playing it because I spent the cash on it and I want to get it done. And and the annoying thing is, whenever I fire up PS4, I've got the mm. other games that I want to be playing in the dashboard as well. So there's like Watch Dogs there and Assassin's Creed Syndicate and uh, Firefly right. Primal. So it's just like you you kind of nudge across all those icons and get to Mass Effect. It's just like okay, let's get back to you. And that's not a good way to feel about games. I mean, that kind of speaks volumes, like, straight away. Yeah, it's it's kind of... I wish that it got rid of some... I wish that it streamlined it. Um, th- this is definitely a case of bigger isn't better. Right, okay. Y- you know how we've... We, well, last couple of years we've been... Oh, Mass Effect was this big, but now this one's huge! And it's just like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't make huge. Just make small, compact, and just make it, you know, full of content. Yeah. Uh, which they haven't done. I mean, some of the areas... I mean, I was talking to Mate Andy, who's now completed it, and he started it a month before I did. Mm. And I was genuinely jealous that he'd finished it. Right, okay. Because um, he says, oh, he says there's... There's... So I think I said in the last one there were six planets. There's, there's actually only five. And he was mm. he was starting to feel kind of the same, of it's turned into a bit of a grind now. Uh, yeah. So he'd done four planets. He's like, yes, just one planet left. And apparently the fifth planet is bigger than all of them put together. I'm just like, you're joking, joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's that's kind of sad. So I'm I'm just going to kind of grit my teeth and get through it. And all the, um, all the shitty side quests, they can wait. Um, kind of wish we were still talking to the Darren from like a month ago that the first time he spoke about on this podcast was like super stoked mm. about Mass Effect. Like he was like telling me to buy it. Yeah. And to be honest, I think a lot of the problem is me and how the way I play games. Right. Okay. Because I'm concentrating on the um, on the the tasks, should we say, go do this, go do this, go do this. But it's constantly giving you more. I mean, it's like I drove through an area and it was like, oh, I've just heard a radio chatter, a new quest. Oh, you've just got here. Oh, there's something on the horizon, a new quest. And it's just like, you just don't feel like you're getting anywhere. You don't feel like you're making any progress if you're doing it the yeah. way I do. I think the way that you do it is kind of like the way that everyone else we know yeah, like plays games, which is do everything. Yeah, and that's, so. and that's kind of what, what I need to do. I think I just need to focus on certain quest lines, just enjoy that quest line. And then once I've done the important ones, then see if there's any I actually want to clear up. Mm. But the thing is, I mean, I... I answered, uh, I think it was, there was like a video call. Um, it wasn't a main quest line, but I answered the video call, which then sent me to somewhere, to somewhere, to somewhere, and then it ended up doing this massive mission. So that's what I'm kind of thinking, because that massive mission was Ace. And I'm thinking, well, if I don't pick up all these missions, then potentially I'm going to miss some really good content. So naturally you want to go back in and, and, and do everything. Yeah, but it's kind of when 75% of it isn't good, I'm sorry, not isn't good, but not as good as that other twenty five percent. Sounds like it's just filler. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're just padding it out for the sake of padding it out. Yeah, I, I wish they'd have kind of taken the first planet, just proper fleshed it out, uh, and then that's where everything was. I'd have been happy mm. with that. Sure. But anyway, yeah, mm. that's Mass Effect. Um, so I'm guessing the speed I'm playing it. Um, next episode, I'll be seventy five hours through. Hey. <laughs> yeah. 
use your time dilator thing to to do more stuff. Yeah. Well, talking about more stuff I've done and on my time dilator, let's talk about what we've watched. Checkpoint done. So, do you want to quickly run us through what you've been watching and then I'll discuss where all my time has been going? I finally got round to watching Con Man Season 2. Mm. Man, that show is so good. Nolan North, my hero. Yeah. <laughs> he plays a lot bigger role in this one. He does. Uh, I like his mocap class. Yeah. Uh, I like learning about the fact that he was the cat in the hang in there poster. <laughs> he he was. did the mocap for that. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of really silly shit in that show. Yeah. Uh, but it's so, so well crafted. Yeah. I didn't realize that, that it was a Comic Con ex- like show. I didn't even know Comic Con yeah, was. Yeah, so I, no, I think I complained about this a while back. So I originally wanted to watch it, but the only place you could watch it is Comic Con. Uh, their their website uh, so I was like uh, okay I'll, sure, I'll, yeah. I'll buy it from there I'll subscribe for a month whatever but it's not available in the UK because it costs not no assholes so that's why I uh, um, I had to wait for it to come on iTunes which came after the series was complete mm. so yeah it's it, worth the wait though yeah yeah there was really, really good stuff come man season 3 anytime soon I hope so hopefully there is a iPhone game, if you want to play that. Mm. I've got enough on my play iPhone games. <laughs> well, yeah, true, yeah. you got to tap that screen at least a few times and then just leave it for 24 hours, right? Yep. Um, what else? I finished The Keepers. Uh, The Keepers was... This was the kind of like making a murderer. Ah, yes, that one. But with the nun. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was an all right conclusion. Oh, right. um, you weren't blown away then? No, that wasn't blown away. They kind of... How can I put it without spoiling it? Was it a satisfying conclusion? Did it answer the I questions f- you'd been asked? Ish. Right. It doesn't explicitly tell you, uh-huh. but it kind of has things in there that you... They, it's like they peg it as draw your own conclusion from it, but they blatantly... They basically kind of tell you what they think. Right, okay. Um, the kind of way I've been thinking about it, you remember Murder, She Wrote? Oh, God. Jessica Fletcher, that interfering author. Now, the only... Uh, I say it in a joking way, but that's kind of how I see The Keepers. Right, It okay. was like... It's like two or three like elderly women who, you know, are trying to help, trying to solve this case and that sort of stuff. And then this documentary gets made. It was all right. It was eight episodes. Eight episodes? Yeah, it was eight episodes. Okay. Uh, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. Um, it wasn't as... With Making a Murderer, uh, I felt like addicted to it. Like I had to watch the next episode. Yeah, I had yeah, to watch yeah. the next episode. This was kind of like casual. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch an episode. It's fine. Uh, and I think I finished watching it on Saturday because this is when I, I got all my watching in. Um, speaking of watching, Darren, mm. I watched some House of Cards. Uh, the new season, season five, started on Friday, I believe, and I watched seven episodes of it you see, on Saturday. This is what hangovers are for. <laughs> yeah. You've not watched any of these, no. right? Um, no. I, it's not so... People have... A lot of people have said that it's amazing, um, but it's not something we've got around to picking up 
because every time I suggest Christina, she's like, hmm. <laughs> and five seasons yeah. is something to watch on your own. Is like, hmm. Yeah, it's political. Uh, well, you know how I feel about politics, Darren. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> However, um, I don't know what it is about the show that just keeps you coming back to it. Like, I, I'm not. I'm going to put it out there. I don't fully understand everything. However, because uh, I'm not interested in politics, but the actual show, the characters themselves, there's enough stuff going on in between all of the politicking and all of that sort of stuff mm. that keeps you intrigued. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm about six, seven episodes into it of this new season, and it's 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 good. It's good. It, it the last season kind of left on a cliffhanger, which. I, I don't feel like they usually do. Okay. Uh, and then this kind of leads, obviously, continues from that, and it's, it's taken a lot of interest in uh, uh, twists and turns. But, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know how many more episodes there is left of the season, but uh, it's good. Have they it's released it all in one? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's it's one of these binge-worthy ones. So um, that is how I ended up watching seven episodes of it mm. in a day, because reasons. And they're all over an hour long. So. Nice come to your own conclusions and then last night i decided to uh you know break away from the norm and watch even more crime stuff uh so watch the amanda knox uh netflix documentary okay thing it was okay i well i mean you know about the the case of um you know kind of how the press um kind of spoke about amanda knox at the time and and kind of the killing of uh Shit, I can't remember her name. Meredith Kircher. It was quite an intriguing case because it was it was kind of made out like it was like this sex crazed thing that she was this sex crazed person and all this, that and the other, but this documentary basically tells you about like leading up to the death, the the, the murder itself. It kinda of gets in kinda of gets into um you know, the the actual forensics of it all, the all this, that and the other. And it was quite intriguing, uh documentary kind of leads you to still think did she do it i don't know all oh, right you know it was, but it was one of those where because they'd got the they got amanda herself her boyfriend at the time who was also accused of murder like the head police chief and a guy from the daily mail of all places really uh because he yeah because he was privy to a lot of stuff um but he just comes off as a super obnoxious asshole. Shocker, right? Um, it's quite fascinating. It, it's about an hour and a half long, if that. Uh, so if you can stomach, you know, an hour and a half of like crimey type stuff, mm. which I've been on, I've been on that a lot recently. But uh, yeah, it's all right. Cool. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, that's all I've been watching. So this is where all my time has been going uh, due to Mass Effect. It just, just not pulling me in. Mm. I'm not pulling me in. I just know that if I'm going to go and enjoy it, I need to have three, four, five hours, because by the time you've spoken to everybody and everything like that, it's just like, oh shit, that that's an hour gone. <laughs> so I've been watching a hell of a lot of TV and movies. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Lucifer, uh, season two has come to an end. That was all right. It, okay. it went in some interesting places, um, and I look forward to season three, because I know there is one. We managed to get through, with gritted teeth, Once Upon a Time season six, 
I mean, I'd have been gritting my teeth the entire time, but okay, sure. So we we had eight or nine episodes left, um, and every time we... So I've discussed this before, but it's just Snow White with Captain Hook and the, the Wicked Witch and uh, the the Ice Queen, and it's just like, just, just, just pull a character out of a hat and just put a story around it, and there's Rumpelstiltskin, and it's like, oh, and then... Nobody dies because everything just comes back because it's all magic and nothing really matters because it's just <laughs> magic and the CGs are horrendous and the acting is terrible. But yeah, we managed to get through it. But why? Because we it, something that we started off with, um, uh, obviously a good few years ago, and when it started off, it was quite interesting. It was kind of like, um, a bit like Eureka. I don't know if you ever saw a town called Eureka. No, but I know of it. So the the quick synopsis from the first one was the woman drives into a town. Um, this town is called Storybrook, and each one of the characters is there. It's actually a, a storybook character, um, but they've lost their memories and their um, act in a normal life. But as time went on, some of them got their memories back, so... Um, like the pawnbroker was actually Rumpelstiltskin, and and it actually as as the story progressed, it was actually quite interesting. It's like, oh, this is a good concept. Yeah, I think about season two, no, maybe season three, season four. I think Netflix got the license, and they definitely got the license for Disney. So it's just like, right, we've got an entire um, suite of characters we can work with here, um, and they just it's kind of spinner wheel pick somebody from the Disney universe and we'll use them in the story. And none of the storage really made sense and it was all about love and feelings and all that kind of stuff. And and the, <laughs> so the, the, there was on-running goal throughout it that people had to find their happy endings, <laughs> which made me laugh oh. every single time because I'm immature. <laughs> and, but that, that's what I mean. It's just like, oh, you, you will find your one true love. You will find your happy ending. And and that's what it was like all the way through. But anyway, we grit his teeth and we got through it. And that's now done. Apparently they're, they're essentially rebooting for season seven. So I'll be interested to see where that goes. So you'd be coming back for more yeah. punishment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, why not? We watched the entire season three of 12 Monkeys. Okay. Um, so Sci-Fi did something weird. They released like three or four episodes a day for for nearly a week. And just throughout the entire season three. Now that went somewhere bizarre as well. That was that was really again. It was one of these that maybe they should have stopped after the first season. Were they also trying to find the happy endings at the end? It was kind of weird. Um, it was. I can't say anything because it, it, no. it's only just come out. But long story short, the first season was similar to the Tall Monkeys film. Sure. Okay. Um, second season went in a weird direction. Third went in a really. Is this what we're doing? But we still binge-watched it and got through them all. Yeah, sure. Uh, because reasons. Because reasons. Let's see. Uh, American Gods. I decided to give this a go because a lot of people have been bigging this up. I've heard things, Darren. I liked this. This has got very much preacher feel to it. Okay. Um, there's stuff going on. I don't Which think... Is always good. I'm not sure if you would like it because, you know, uh, Legion? Mm. You know Legion, how you got an episode uh, a week and it was like, I think I know what's going on, but I'm a bit confused. And then no one knows what the fuck's going on. So. Yeah, so this is what this is like. There's, yeah. for reasons, there are, there, there are like godly 
powers, should we say? They were they, there are just stuff that randomly happen, and it's just like what the hell. But that's mm. that for me is the pull because it's just like this is a bit batshit crazy. And when we watch an episode, Christine and I would sit there and give it what the hell just happened, and then we'd sit there and discuss for about three four minutes before we went on to the next episode. Maybe that's why I don't like these shows because I just don't have anyone to talk to about. That's true, but but. You youngster, get on the internet. So lonely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- there's an episode there tonight, and I can't wait. Uh, Christine's out of the house today, so as soon as she's home tomorrow, she's like, hey, come on, um, American Gods. <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmitz has come back for a third season. In Okay. Yeah, so again, this is... So you're going to get a theme throughout these. So this has come back for a third season. Um, season one was very interesting. Season two went sitcom. Season three is even more sitcom. But ah. the characters aren't that interesting. The initial synopsis was uh, this Kimmy Smith and a group of her friends. They were brought up in a bunker by some sort of nice springs back to like Far Cry Five. Some 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 reverend kept them on the ground uh, and grew them up. Uh, kind of like um. You know the film that there was a second one that was nowhere like the first one, and there was a bunk. Oh, Cloverfield. Yes, yes, yes. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. yeah. So think that. So uh, a group of women being brought up in one of those bunkers, and they get rescued after like twenty years, and it was Kimmy Smith dealing with life in normality, um, okay. but like comedy. I think I watched like the first episode of this, or maybe two. Yeah, and it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season three is just like. Christina and I were watching them. We we're just like, this. This has even lost its funny, which is never good when that is kind of pegged as a comedy. So, yeah, yeah. it's not good at all. Mm-mm. So yeah, and then just finally, uh, Bates Motel. Uh, we've gone back to that. So I watched a couple of episodes of that because we burnt through all our TV. Is that at least okay? That is very good. At least there's one on the list that you like watching, so that's good. Yeah, well, to be fair, Lucifer was good, and Bates Motel good, and American Gods good. So movies. Again, there's going to be a theme running through this. So I watched Lego Batman. It's got Batman. It's Lego. Tell me about it. Lego Batman worked really well as a sub-character mm-hmm. in uh, the Lego movie. Yes. I thought the entire film about him was overkill. I think it probably okay. worked as one of those half-an-hour shorts. Mm. Um, I, again, this is, this is kind of like um, the Once Upon a Time Syndrome, where they, it's like, right, there you go, you've got the Batman universe, do what you want with it. And it's like, every character you can possibly think of is in it just for reasons. Yeah, but I mean, they, they put some in there as kind of like comedy, like just for a split second, like, here's Quilt Man! Yeah. No, seriously, looking up, that is, that is really a DC character. I think they even say that in the film, and it's just like, <laughs> that's a deep cut. Yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair, there was some of the stuff that I got, and it's just like, uh, I mean, it's like Robin turning into Nightwing and things like that, and there's all the different bat mm. suits and things. And it, it's like, okay, so the, there's many nods there, but the film itself was only okay. can't remember if they recreated his, his parents' death again, or they skipped that. I think they skipped that, didn't I they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe it's all right. Yeah, I like what they've done to the iTunes page, though. Uh, that that's quite cool. Yeah, so all, all the other Batman films are on sale with the new icons. Yeah, so that, which I think are kind of cool. Yeah, so so yeah, that was all right. That was all right. Now I watched Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. 
And if you remember... The final chapter. Yeah, now, if you remember, I was really looking forward to watching this. Because I love the Res Evil cheese. You can't hear it, but I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> and, uh, so all the other films, Christina and I have really enjoyed them. Uh, There's over-the-top action. Mm. This was okay at best. It, it, it's one of these that is relying on the earlier films. It's like, hey... Right, so here's a nod back to this one, and here's a nod back to this one, and here's a nod back to this one. And remember this bit, this is really good, so we've recreated it. Laser hallway! Absolutely, yeah, the laser hallway was in it. Because of course. Yeah. So it was okay, but to be honest, if that's the way the Resi films were going, then I'm glad it is the final chapter. But like I told you last episode, that it's rebooting. Yeah, but eh, I don't know, maybe it does need a reboot. Because that was seventh film, I think. Sixth film, seventh film. I think it was seventh film. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, another film that is relying on the previous ones, Rings. So, do you remember Ring? The, I've, I've, I believe I've seen The Ring. I've seen the American the one. I've not seen, like, the original one. Yes. Uh, Ringu. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the original Ring. So, they've modernized it, Terry. Because reasons. Yeah. And so before in the original film, you had to make a copy of the VHS, then give it to somebody within seven days, and then it passed on the curse. Yeah. Now we're in the modern day. You can make a copy of a file on your desktop and get somebody to watch that. Because reasons? Yeah. Okay. Does Uh, it play okay or... uh, No, okay. No, it's it's basically the the first film over, uh, done over, but it's just like a reboot of the first Mm. one. And it's just like, but the thing that really threw me was um, they had a professor in it. Okay. And it was uh, Leonard out of Big Bang Theory. Wait, really? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this doesn't work because he's trying to be all serious and stuff. And I'm just like, it's Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's one of those where someone gets typecast as as that person. It's hard to see past that person. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Hence typecast, obviously. Yeah. that yeah, I mean, I guess that sort of stuff must be a blessing and a curse at the same time because he will never be seen as anything other than Leonard. But again, it was it was okay at best. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, there, there, there was nothing new in it. Sure. Now another film that was nothing new in. Okay. I watched T two Train Spotting last night. Now, when I saw T two, I thought you meant Terminator two. No, no, no. So I watched T two Train Spotting. Okay. We only watched it last night. Sure. I think if you're a big fan of the original Train Spotting, like a really big fan, mm. then you will enjoy this. Okay. I think on its own, I don't think. I thought it was an average film, but again, it was one of those that just depend on the nostalgia. Mm. So it was either it was kind of like remember remember that scene out of the first one, right? We're just going to recreate that. And we're going to recreate this scene as well. And we're going to recreate this situation. And we're going to redo this. And we're just bring, going to bring back all the old characters. And we're going to say some lines like we did before. And we're going to have some music scenes just like what we did before. It was okay. I mean, uh, the original Trainspotting ended in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And this answered the question of what happened 20, or what happened 20 years later. Right, okay. So that was okay. It, it felt a little bit weird because we had... Um, so I, I, I watched Sherlock, which has got Johnny Lee Miller in, uh, who's a sick boy in it. Mm-hmm. So seeing him playing this other role was a bit weird. Right, okay. And again, Rumpelstiltskin in uh, Once Upon a Time is uh, Robert Carlyle, who plays Begsby. So seeing him in a very different role, I was like, ooh, this is a bit weird. 
I don't know. Did, did they do the recreation of the fucking swimming through poop war? No. Uh, right. There was kind of a, a recreation of like a club and a recreation of this and, and a recreation of an awkward moment and a recreation right. of something not... Too, it, it it just felt very samey, which uh, this, this is what I mean. If you're a massive fan of the first one, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of fan service, like a hell of a lot of fan service, but I think they spent too much time on fan service and not enough because the story itself was pretty lame. Okay. Um, it is a plight way of putting it. it it was okay but without the first one it would be a shit film but that's the that's the thing the plane on the nostalgia the the plane yeah, yeah, on the yeah. fact that that first one was so successful but yeah yeah well there you go that's that's kind of what they do with modern day sequels they ruin everything yeah yeah well. but yeah it was okay it was okay at best so terry hmm. i challenge you to go and watch spies like us yeah. Tell me your thoughts. It was okay. Okay. Uh, this is probably one of the weaker ones that you okay. reckon it's been. I don't know. They, it just... I don't know. For a, what kind of felt like um, a buddy movie, but obviously transplant it into spies. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was okay. Uh this is probably the first film I've seen with Chevy Chase in it. Ah, okay. I'm gonna say, but yeah, I didn't mind it. I I thought it was it was fine, but there wasn't like a lot to make me laugh out loud for a silly '80s comedy. Okay. I don't know. I I, I don't know about this one. I watched it, thought, nah, that was all right. Kind of shrugged my shoulders at it. There was like a couple jokes in there like towards the end of the film that kind of made me laugh, but I think I've seen the buddy thing done, but way better. Maybe at the time it was really good because, you know, there's a kind of lot of those films kind of coming out, or maybe they were starting to come out at that point. I don't know what to say about this one. I I, I feel like I'm underselling it a bit. I mean, what? how long is it since you've last seen this film? Uh, it's probably been about 10 years or so. Mm. I mean, was there any bits that stood out or...? No. Did did you actually watch the film, Terry? I actually watched the film, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. It, it it feels weird that I can't... There's nothing I can really say about it because it, it really didn't stand out to me. I, d- I did actually watch the film. Like, the fact that they... It felt like, the, you know, when they're saying, like, they're, they're the decoys, it felt like the other guys. Uh, like, ah, we're sending them in to get killed, basically. And then they haphazardly managed to survive. But not only that... They finish the mission and and they're the heroes because reasons. The only kind of one thing that made me did laugh is when there's the the Russians uh, with the the massive rocket mm. that they're gonna send and and all that sort of stuff. And you know, Dan Aykroyd's kind of working it all out, like right, yeah, it's gonna take like forty two minutes for till you know annihilation, and it's like they all kind of go their own separate ways. And it was when the one guy gave the other guy knowing look like, yeah, let's let's go away together. And it was just like, haha, that's funny. Because I thought they'd leave Dan Aykroyd to like just kind of fend for himself, but he didn't. Mm. He obviously got off with the hot Russian woman uh, because that's how that worked. And then Chevy Chase got off with hot other CIA or, you know, undercover woman for reasons. Mm. Um, I didn't see the twist with the bad guy. Okay. Like, actually being the American 
guy and it's like for his justification behind it, it was like oh i can that kind of came out of nowhere so i can kind of commend it for that one because it was like i didn't genuinely see that one coming yeah i don't know it it just felt like it was kind of being knocked from pillar to post like he's setting a we'll do some slapsticky stuff here move on to the next one but do a little bit more slapsticky for me there wasn't a ton of laughs out of this one Mm, i'm not sure why maybe i just wasn't in the right mind frame to watch it i don't know Mm, possibly i mean the reason i suggest it is i was watching um i think an episode of the simpsons and they basically Hmm. reenacted the film in it i was like oh i remember that that was good but no one's thought the simpsons has been good for such a long time oh this was this was an old episode Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a good old Simpsons. Because it, it actually had Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd doing the voices, so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have to go find that clip then. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. I don't know oh. if it, yeah. Well, that's a pity. I, I, I've got fond memories of it, but I haven't seen it for years, so... I suggest you go watch that. So, the next film... The next film you are going to watch is Cruel Intentions. Okay. Out of curiosity, what, what's your feelings about Sarah Michelle Gellar? She's all right. Okay. Uh, I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. Let's see okay. how you get on with it. Um, what? <laughs> um, she She's one of the, 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 the lead actresses in it. I'd like to believe so. You've you've kind of built it up to she's in the film. If she wasn't in the film, I'd be very upset. Yeah, yeah. no, she's in it. Oh, okay. And she plays um, a very different role from what you've seen in like Buffy. Right, sure. Uh, again, it's a film I've watched many times. And I think it's a solid film. Uh, don't bother with um, two or three. Just, just stick with the first one. Just the first one. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. So your next film is Cruel Intentions. Hmm. Okay, so that's what we've been watching. Let's discuss what we've read. Check point. Terry. Hmm. What have you been reading? I have a car, Darren. Hmm. I also have a substantial drive to work now. Hmm. I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to like a lot of podcasts, nice. um, not you know really in particular, but it's just the fact that I can do this now. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have a nice drive into work, and this afternoon I was left to my own devices, and I was also listening to podcasts in a quiet office all afternoon to myself. Nice, it's fantastic. A couple to mention: I finished S Town. Mm, okay, the, just the last episode. How disappointing, Darren. It's so disappointing. But, but I think, as I mentioned, if you listen back to the other ones, they, they mm. do this mass build-up, then uh, nothing. Yeah. It was like the uh, the serial, the season one. Yeah. You had all this, uh, them trying to work everything out, and then it was just like, and that's where we're going to end it. Now, I, uh, I haven't listened to that first season of serial for a while, but I remember kind of liking... I didn't think it ended on like a damp squib as this one did. No, no, no. However, mm. I did notice, and I and you, I'm guessing you noticed the um, friend of his that stole the truck and all yeah. that sort of stuff. When he's saying about the fact that oh, do you take anything else? And he's like, you know, like mentioned gold on the property yeah, yeah. and that sort of stuff. He's like, uh, turn that thing off and we'll talk. And it's like, so let me get this straight. You've added a l- even more intrigue to it. Yeah opening even more doors in this last episode just to ultimately just not answer a fucking yeah. thing. The only conclusion I came to, because he spoke about gold so much uh, that he had, then they mentioned about gold in the clocks that he was making. Uh, okay. So yeah. is the inference there that he used his own stuff to craft in the clocks 
and you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of yeah. like put his like personal little thing in it. I don't know. It was just a damn squib at the end, which I was. I know that you said it was disappointing, but fuck. However, the the uh, was it the uncle? Oh, the yep, yep. Uh, it was still very funny when they were doing like serious like pieces, and you just heard him yes sir, and just <laughs> <laughs> um, that guy needs some form of award yeah. of some variety. But yeah, um, listen to some more convicted. Okay, she's still it's still all right. It like I say, it feels like serial light. Mm. But obviously, they don't have the massive amount of resources, you know, that that Serial had. But it's 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 going places, which is intriguing. Okay. They did like a weird like panel showing between this kind of broke it up, and for me, it just didn't work. So yeah, it's like, oh, let's get some experts in. This is the guy that writes the music for the show, and I'm like, fucking seriously, is what's he going to add to this other than yeah, nothing? I don't know. It was a bit weird, but you know. It was, I commend her for trying to do this off her own back because, like I say, it's a one-person thing. Yeah. And she's doing it, you know, by herself. So, you know, I can commend that. The only other thing I read was the Overwatch, the free comics I'd mentioned a while ago. Okay, yeah. Uh, because I've been kind of really ingrained in the Overwatch stuff recently. Yeah. Uh, I've cleaned up those uh, comic books. They're not bad. Uh, each issue is a different writer and a different art style and that sort of stuff so it kind of breaks it up a little bit sure. uh they're not all strong but you know there's, there's some a few good ones in there but i mean like 10 pages long so they're, they're not the biggest comics in the world either but they're free and sure. i enjoyed them yeah, so free's a good price. Right. yeah what about yourself um so i've um i finished fight or flight I should say fight and flight um the wizard mm-hmm. 2.0 book four okay um it was okay it was okay. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I, I kind of want him to concentrate on the authorities because that was great. Um, this feels like he was. So y- you've just got the one guy that's writing all these books, and I think he wasn't really focused on this one. Right. Okay. In a nutshell, the the story of this is for reasons they are dragons, and for the entire book they get rid of the dragons. That is it. What? That's as shallow as the story is. That's unfortunate. Yeah, which is a pity. There is, um, I mean, you've got all the normal cast in there, but apart from one or two moments where I, I chuckled, it wasn't that great, to be honest. It wasn't a patch on the third one, uh, definitely not a patch on the first. Hmm. This is kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe it does um, one good, one bad. Possible, because I, oh, I mean, I started listening to the, the second one. Yeah. In the series, I've probably put about an hour or so into that and i'm still you know enjoying it yeah oh yeah yeah i mean the second one's okay uh but it's not patched on the first or the third no and i, th- I think the fourth one is probably less interesting than the second right okay but but seriously that that is the entire story for reasons there are dragons and they spend the entire book disposing of dragons that 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 is it that's as shallow as the story is I mean, this guy seems to be pumping these things out left, right, and centre. And I think that's a problem. That I think he needs to focus because there was the masters of formalities, the authorities, um, disease four books, and I think he's got a couple more in the pipeline. And I think he just needs to like maybe pause on the Wizard two point zero series for a while and concentrate on one of the series and pump out a couple of books, then switch to another one. Yeah, it's a pity, but 
So anyway, that's done. Now, the book that I'm currently on and I'm massively addicted to, and this is what's really helped with the runs, is um, I'm onto the second book of the Bosch series oh, okay. called Black Ice, and I am absolutely loving it. In like two days, I've got through 10 hours of the audiobook. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's uh, if you like your crime dramas, the story's amazing. Uh, it's well written. Uh, the narrator is is top. Is up there with. Uh, in, in fact, I tell you what, it sounds like and feels a lot like the um, Harry Dresden books. Okay, sure, yeah. So think that, but real world and an investigator, or I should say, detective. Mm. Um, so it'll start off with there's been a murder, and then him piecing everything together. Is a bit of a, um, I wouldn't say hated cop, but is is kind of cop that takes no shit. And his boss will be saying, oh, no, you can't go and do that because X, Y, Z. And he's like, oh, no, I won't. Don't you worry. And then he goes and does it anyway. I think you've just described every cop film ever. Um, Yeah, but this is good. I mean, you never watched any of the Bosch series on Amazon Prime, did you? No. So you need to watch those. Um, <laughs> or, or you at least need to watch one season. Because um, mm. the guy who's narrating, even though he's not the guy that does the acting part, sounds very similar. Um, because you can picture all the characters. It's. It. I think that really adds to it. Sure. But really well done. Hmm. I mean, I'm like four hours left on this book, and I, I've even swapped some of my work around so I can do some monotonous job tomorrow. So just very click button, do this record number, that kind of boring stuff. Just right. So I can okay. Get through the rest of the book. That's that's some expert skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's very very good. Um, I mean, the, the good thing is, is there's loads of these books. They've been running mm. since like in the nineties. Bloody hell! Right? Okay. Yeah. So I can't wait to get through all these. And the good thing is, Christine likes them as well. So um, with her driving up and down the country, um, we're about two chapters apart. So we had a discussion tonight of just. So what do you think is going to happen with so and so? And what do you think is going to happen with this clue? And right. Okay. Which that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 It must be nice to have someone to talk to about stuff. Yep. Yeah. So lonely. <laughs> cool. Anyway, so that's what we've been reading. So, Terry, mm. it's time to take a trip to the reading corner. Terry Fables. Yeah. Um, so, I wasn't sure what to think. I mean, you've got like the first scene opened up, and you've got, is it? The, is it Snow White giving marriage counselling stuff in this yep. big hall? And I was like, "Hey!" But the things are—I recognise <laughs> the characters from um, uh, Wolf Among Us. Mm. So I assume Wolf Among Us is just a, a story with these characters. I believe so. Yeah. How much have you played of Wolf Among Us? None. Zero. Right. Okay. Sure. Right. Okay. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but I seem. Yeah, I don't seem to think that Snow White was in that position the last time I saw her in Wolf Among Us. Ah, right, okay. Uh, however, reading this has made me intrigued for the the game. I, I do want to go back to that now. But... Uh, so that's one thing it has done. It's really opened my eyes to this Fable series. And I'm like, ooh, th- this is actually good because I understand the characters. I know the characters, mm-hmm. you know, from, from everything that we're growing up with. Yeah. To see them portrayed this way, I, th- I thought, ah, this is actually pretty cool. How many issues did you read? Got through. I think I only got through two because we right, watched okay. a lot of TV. Sure. 
So you probably encountered the fact that, I mean, long story short, he's the big bad wolf. His big yes, speak. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I, I already knew that from um, the synopsis on Wolf Among Us. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that he has one of the three pigs uh, come to live with him mm. once every so often, and just the fact that they make reference of that, and it's like, you, to be fair, you did blow my house down. And it's just like, <laughs> that's funny. It shouldn't be, but that's funny. But it's it's quite, like you say, it's interesting to see these characters you're already familiar with, but thrust into the real world. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like they've got this, It's it. how does it remind me of? Kind of like Men in Black, in a sense that these people are pretending to be human. Um, mm, okay. You know, that, that's kind of the feel I got from it, is like they, they have to pretend to be human to kind of live in this world otherwise they get kind of pushed into the farm or you know like yeah, into yeah. exile sort of thing um the way that they do it is is quite clever with some of the, like i said with some of the characters i didn't even know snow white had a sister uh now you you need to watch um once upon a time You'll i find don't all these things no <laughs> she's got a sister called rose red done yeah but you don't know that from obviously i know that from disney mm. Uh, but you never know that in the Disney film is that she has a sister mm. um, who has she been brutally murdered question mark who knows so if you come back, go back to the original grim fairy tales mm. she's in that is is the sister oh really yeah huh so in fact in fact if you listen to told audiobooks mm. um, if you actually search for grim on podcasts there's all the grim fairy tales uh, narrated. Oh, really? Right, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I used to have problems sleeping a couple of years back, and mm. I used to listen to those to get back to sleep, almost like having a story read to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were perfect, because here in the grim... So these are the translated from German into English and then just retold, but some of mm. these fairy tales are some sick shit. I hear there's some pretty dark stuff uh, yeah. in some of these, but obviously Disney have Disney-fied it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like yeah. the original Rapunzel and, and stuff like that. And mm. yeah, there's some, there's some pretty dark shit. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this. I thought it was all right. I, I, I did, yeah. It was. I thought it was lighthearted enough to keep you reading. Um, mm. Unfortunately, I only got one Saturday morning to read it. Um, sure. Because normally what happens is I, I wake up, I tend to wake up quite early. And then before Christina wakes up, I've got through a couple of comics, but I was the one that overslept. And now that you've got a happy cat, you'll never get up ever again. I know. Like, not early. But, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It, again, kind of feeling like Dresden. It kind of felt like he was like Dresden. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, kind of had that perfect, you know, relationship with, like, Snow White and that sort of stuff. So I'm intrigued to see where that goes because I bought volume one. Okay. Of, of the collected one to five. So I've got a couple more issues to go on that one, but I'll be intrigued to see if they at least answer any questions. Yeah, well, I bought, I did buy the first four, but only got through the first two. Right, okay, that's fine. Uh, so I will probably go back to that. Yeah, okay, cool. So the next one, Darren. Mm. This feels kind of similar to-ish. What did you think to that um, L.A. Noir? Do you ever play L.A. Noir? Uh, Rockstar game was it no, yes it was uh, is the one with the the facial animation that's the one yeah and stuff um never actually played it really right mm. okay i just like that i just kind of like you know crime mystery stuff again very big on this at the moment so mm. um 
this is kind of like um, an old, well, it feels like an old school one. It only came out two, three years ago. Okay. Um, the next one's going to be Fade Out. Fade Out. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's got intrigue, mystery. It's only I say it's only a short series, but there's only twelve issues to it. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm not expecting all twelve, obviously, but the fact that it's not going on for hundreds of epi- uh, of issues yeah. means that there will be a very quick conclusion to this. So hopefully it'll move pace wise fairly quickly. So uh, yeah, the next one is Fade Out. Fantastic. Okay. And that was the reading corner. Cool. Well, that's it for this episode. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to go to the website, the very stagnant website which Terry keeps probably do stuff. I have a Loco Roco thing going up. I also have another game in the works that I'm going to put up shortly as well. Then you can find those on checkpointdone.com and the Loco Roco thing when it goes up will be on our YouTube channel which you can find through checkpointdone.com If you want to find us personally on Twitter, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01 That's me so until the next episode, goodbye. Bye.